Welcome to Nerd Escape Podcast, where we talk about everything underrated and overlooked. I'm your host, Cammy, And I'm your host, Jablar. It's been a while since I could record my podcast. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> yes, it has been. It's, it's Hello, a long. Hello, <laughs> everyone. Hi. Nerd Escape is back. I don't know if you could say, I guess we were on hiatus. It was more mentally recovering from... Texas. <laughs> yes, because we live in Texas, and you know, if you know, you know. Winter storms. Uh, today is actually the day where they lifted mask mandates. Yeah, so like 100% lifted. Yes. But in Austin, Texas, supposedly they're going to keep their thing going, but you know how that all goes. Y'all see the news all the time. Yeah. We come on here to get away from that, and honestly, we need it psychologically. <laughs> yeah, we really do. We're like, oh my so, gosh. So happy to be back, happy to be speaking into the void. We're on Nerd Escape live Hi. on Instagram. Uh-huh. Hit us up. But we'll jump right into this. And at the end of talking about the featured uh, graphic novel, we'll just fill you in, catch up with y'all, yeah. our listeners, because it's been a sec since we got to sit down with you. A hot second. But episode 14 of Nerd Escape is... Sentience. Sentience by Jeff... Lemire. I want to say it's Lemire. Lemire by Gabriel Walta. Writer is Jeff Lemire. The art is Gabriel Walta. Letterer is Steve Wands. And the editor is Sebastian Gerner. But yeah, Sentience uh, picked by Cami at the comic book store. Yeah, I read or, the synopsis and I was like, oh, yes. Is that what attracted you to it? Yeah, I was like, as soon as I read it, because I was like, oh, look at this cool little spaceship on the front cover. Let me read the synopsis. And as soon as I read the synopsis, I was like, oh, shit. Great pick. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is from TKO Publishing. It came out July 31st, 2019. Um, sentience, um, just to give you the definition, which I thought was pretty cool and fit the story so well. Sentient, by definition, is able to perceive or feel things. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a term for like cyborgs or something. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? I, yeah, I guess. I, I always hear like, is there sentient life on this planet? Yeah, just like life that's... I guess not cyborgs, but I thought it was just like intelligent, I guess. Okay. I guess, I guess sentient life could be bacteria then, I guess. Yeah. If they could like perceive or any kind of animal. Yeah. But moving on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> writer Jeff Lemire, he is a Canadian writer. Uh, he is the New York Times bestselling artist and author so he has so many works i've only discovered read a few of them Uh Um, but the previous works are in graphic novel is essex county sweet tooth underwater welder and trillium and which all these he wrote and did all the art for oh dope and it's his art is like very watercolorish and like yeah he has his own unique style like i it's it's really really awesome and he also has a published uh, I think it's a graphic novel as well called The Nobody. And it's actually the Invisible Men adaptation to H.G. Wells. So H.G. Okay. Wells, that old school like sci-fi writer. Oh, uh, but but in this one, the Invisible Man is a modern day drifter. You know the Invisible Man, he like he's wrapped in like bandages. And when he takes them off, he's invisible. That's like the original Invisible Man. No. Like remember that HBO movie we watched? Yes. It was horrifying. Wasn't it? So it was scary. Invisible Man, right? Yeah, that yeah. was really scary. Thriller. Watch that. 
Um, <laughs> but anyways, Please do. <laughs> he is the co-creator of the graphic novel or the comic book series Descenders and The Ascenders. Oh, that's right. Um, and the artist is Dustin Wynn. I have read all of the Descenders, and I'm still reading The Ascenders. Yeah. Descenders is dope. That's all I got to say. I've only read the first volume. I need to do better. Okay. Fictional books. Fictional, fictional, fictional badass. badass. What up, dude? <laughs> uh, but anyways, The Black Hammer is something he co-created as well. Gideon Falls, uh, Roughnecks, oh, and nice. After Death. And he was the artist of, it's called AD After Death, uh-huh. and it's written by Scott Snyder, okay. who's a really good comic book writer. Nice. And he was the artist of that. And those are actually like comic books that were like, pretty big like they were like i've never seen them oh stores. yeah they're like i forgot how much they were but to me i was like mm, it's like 10 bucks but it's probably really good probably worth it maybe um he's also collaborated with musicians gord downey on the graphic novel and the album the secret path and this was also made into an animated film in 2016 okay so probably check out the secret path and i i left off for gore downey when the description it said with famous musician so i never heard of gore downey have you oh no uh, so gore downey uh, and whoever you are jeff hello. lemire secret path check it out um <laughs> jeff has won the eisner award and the juno award previously in 2017 but he's won it before okay um he has worked on many marvel and dc titles image valiant comics and he was born and raised in a small farming town of essex county ontario nice so the comic book essex county probably about his little farm town yeah that's pretty be cool, cool. He started off with Top Shelf Production. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our last episode of Under Earth. Yep. Top Shelf Productions also produced uh, Chris Gooch. Yep. Check out last episode, by the way. Oh, yeah. Amazing interview, Chris so Gooch. So good. Badass. Chris has also got, got some really good anime and manga uh, recommendations. Yes, so. thank you. We, we're going to leave the comic book store with too much, a big bill. Yeah, yeah that's for <laughs> it's sure. It's been a while since he's been there. Oh. And also, he's hitting big time. In May 2020, they announced that his comic book, Sweet Tooth, is going to be on Netflix. It's announced as upcoming. They still have not uh, announced a release date. Okay. But it's produced by Susan and Robert Downey Jr. Dope. Um, A boy, half human, half deer, survives in a post-apocalyptic world with other hybrids. So get ready, Netflix. That's going to happen. I need to. I honestly need to pick it up because that was on one of my lists to pick up Sweet Tooth because I was like, this looks so interesting because this kid is a deer and a human <laughs> at the same time. So I might want to read that. So this dude has put in the work and it's come. It's coming full circle. Follow Jeff Lemire at Jeff Lemire on IG and Twitter. He's awesome yeah. and he has some really good material on both threads. Uh, moving on to artists. So artist Gabriel Hernandez Walta. Um, you can follow him on IG at and Twitter at GHWalta. Um, he is from Gr- Granada, Spain. That's where he lives currently. Um, he is also an Eisner Award-winning artist behind titles as The Vision, which okay. is the, Mar- the Marvel character. Okay, yeah. And in this vision, he has like a dog that follows him around that oh. like floats and is just like him. Um, Occupy Avengers, The Astonishing X-Men, Doctor Strange, you know. Artists got to hit like their Marvel, oh, yeah. DC, Rex. And he started his career in children's illustration and painting. Okay, so nice. How, how fitting for this story, actually. Yeah. Uh, for Sentient, because it has to do with children. We'll get into that. Uh, recent works, Barb Alien Red P- Planet. Oh, so okay. So it's like Barbarian, but it's Barb Alien Red Planet. So Barb Alien. Barb Alien okay, Red Planet. Barb Alien Red Planet. <laughs> it looks pretty cool, the art. Okay. Um, 
His art, to describe briefly, has so much texture and his own personality in it. Um, I've set through and just ran through his IG pictures because his this line work is so good. Right. And his IG. So if you like good concept art and like stuff that's like shows you like, hey, this is how the first draft was and this is how this turned out, then you should definitely check out oh, yeah. um, Gabriel Walta's at GHWalta on IG. Really good stuff that you would just, you'll get addicted to just oh, yeah. looking through, get that's lost so in good. it. so um, good. Moving on to Steve Wands. He's our letterer. Uh, you can find him at Art on IG. Art on IG. Um, he is also a comic book artist and an indie author. Okay. Uh, if you go on stevewands.com, you can find his mini book series. So he has a Stay Dead as a series. Okay. Um, you can find it on Amazon, Audibles, and also, you know, if you can order the books if you want the hard copies. Uh -huh. He has a story called Fear Eater that just came out. Okay. Trail of Blood is described as a sexy supernatural thriller and co-creator with Keith Lanch and performed by Matthew Berry. So he has some performers on the audiobooks as well okay um his re release and release uh, is a collection of short stories titled pieces um and they look kind of scary so he he goes for like sci-fi thriller okay like horror in a way that is right up my yes. alley i want to get yeah. pieces and i think fear eater sounds really cool all right guess who's so spending money on books steve wands steve wands uh, our letterer who writes stories and draws comic books um he resides in new jerseys with his wife and son dope and last but not least, of course not least, editor Sebastian Gerner. The German-born, American-raised editor and writer lives in Brooklyn, New York now. Uh, S. Gerner on IG and Twitter. Um, he is writer He is writer and editor-in-chief of TKO, TKO Presents. Okay, cool. So he's the editor-in-chief of this publication that we're talking about, this comic book. Um, he is the co-writer of Shirtless Bear Fighter. Yes, it is a story... A comic book series that I think is very short, and it's actually, I don't know if it concluded recently or is okay. going to really soon, but Shirtless Bear Fighters, it's about this muscular guy with a beard who fights bears. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Guy who fights bears. But Sebastian Gerner, he has edited some of my favorite stories in comic books, Deadly Class being okay. one. cool. And Southern Bastards as well. Oh, nice. Southern Bastards, great story. It's always going to be a... Uh, Oh, honorable mention. Honorable mention, yes. Southern Bashers will always be an honorable mention yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Jumping next to story. We're going to get through this one really quick. Yeah. Setting is in the favorite setting of all time for Cammie. <laughs> space. Space. <laughs> Outer space. How many more space books can I pick up? We're in a vessel of oxygen surrounded by a vacuum. Honestly, I've just, like, <laughs> figured out I am a sci-fi person. Like, I just like sci-fi, whether it's set in space or not. What about the ocean? Did you, you say you're more afraid of the ocean or space? I'm more afraid of the ocean. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty creepy. Check out Sea of Stars, by sea the way. Sea of Stars Another is Another really episode we've, we've reviewed as well. Sea of Stars. Pretty much space animals. Or no. It's like ocean animals in space. Yes. Yeah, so it's like sci-fi meets, like, a little bit of fantasy. Yes. Space, Cammy's favorite place, the Great Wonder. Um, and you are on a space vessel that is on an expedition to New Earth, to a new Earth colony. So you have your typical, you know, hey, we're on a new Earth colony. We're trying to save the human race, so we're sending these people over here. The U.S. Montgomery and its human inhabitants are on a mission. Or they're on mission day 742. So they've been in space for quite a while. Yeah. Um, the Earth date currently in the story is uh, 2105. So 
less than 100 years from now. Yeah. Um, the ship holds families, so you have the pilots and the astronauts and the engineers and everyone who works on the plane or the, the, the vessel and their children. Um, so the children, you know, they wake up with their parents or, you know, mom or dad, and they drop them off at daycare and stuff like that. And also present on this ship is an AI system called Valerie, who also just goes by Val. Um, she controls the ship, and she assists the humans. And she has, she has a big part in this story, a very big part. Um, the ship is about to pass a point on the trip where they will lose communication with Earth. Earth is struggling to be habitable anymore. And, is, and on top of that, on the new colony that they're heading to, there's already a civil war on the new colony where mm -hmm. there's separatists who are just like, we want to separate ourselves from the earth. Like, screw them. Yeah. Like, basically, you got the Capitol riot just happening all of the time. <laughs> That's so freaking scary. <laughs> it's just like, dude, can we all just get along with the new colony? Right. <laughs> can we just, like, if you want your own section on the planet, let's go for it. But can you chill out for a yes. hot second, please? So, this comic book, it's only six chapters. Yeah. So, it is, it's a nice, slow-paced read. But you can get through it pretty fast. Yeah, it goes by really and quickly. It, it gives you a lot in the issue. Yeah. So there are some good, like, gotcha moments. Like, not scary, but, like, kind of like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that. Right. So we don't want to spoil too much for you. No. So, but the synopsis on the back of the book pretty much gives you away things that you, you will know. Because, again, this is the synopsis that really pulled me into this story in the first place. Hit him with the synopsis. All right, y'all. Are you guys ready? Okay, so welcome to the USS Montgomery. When a separatist attack kills every adult on board a colony ship in deep space, it is up to Valerie, the onboard AI, to help the ship's children survive. But as they are pursued by dangerous forces, can Valerie become more than what she was programmed to be, a savior to these children? Yes, and that's all you're getting from us story-wise, because that's enough. They're, the adults die. They're dead. They die from a attack, and the kids are only left alive. Yeah. And the most intelligent thing that probably has the most data from an adult is an AI system. Yeah. Named Valerie. And Valerie has, like, you know, she can control machines, so she can, like, have appendages sometimes. Yeah. But in this, after the adults are not present anymore she has to teach the children like how to run the ship yeah and yeah. so that's the challenges and that's like the relationship that builds up and it can be really intense sometimes it can be really touching sometimes uh-huh and it can even be a bit parenting where it's just like yeah lady like and it's like don't talk to me like that you're yeah. an ai system <laughs> pick up sentient the story is amazing yes we're gonna touch on the characters we're getting now into to characters get so we're gonna top it off with valerie our ai so, of course, as we've discussed, she is the AI of the USS Montgomery. And so, honestly, Valerie is this really well-rounded AI. She knows what she's supposed to be doing, and she's very good at communicating with everyone on the ship. She is programmed very, very well. And so she is able to go from <laughs> literally being an AI and being just like, hello, this is what my programming says. So. Yeah. Uh, what else am I supposed to do to really kind of being personable so she can somewhat help to be relatable to everyone on the ship. So I am a big fan of Valerie. Yeah. And Valerie, I guess AI systems are supposed to be like adaptable and learn. Yeah. And so 
when all the adults pass away and like all the kids are just like you know of course sad because their parents are gone she's just like stop crying kids like, yeah stop. like she doesn't know what to do but like repeat like please quit crying please quit right. crying and so she's in her own like robot head like because valerie like when her lines talk like i don't know how you're i had like a robot voice in my head but even like almost like a fuzzing like angry like motherly character you know yeah i I can't remember how I had her voice. I think I had it as like kind of a normal voice. Yeah. But with again, probably with kind more of, like, of a robotic. Like sense. Siri in a way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or like your Amazon thing, whatever you're using. Google. Google Amazon. Imagine, imagine your Amazon box just like running your ship, but then taking care of your kids. Like. 100%. Right. <laughs> Here, Alexa, have my kids. I'm going off to the movies. <laughs> Make sure they don't burn the yeah. house down. Valerie has to learn a lot, mm-hmm. and it, the ending's really good, and it makes you just like, like you. I I love Valerie at the end. Yeah. At first, I was kind of like, what the hell? It made me fall in love with the AI, and then I do. I care because for her. honestly, most stories and most movies, you're not supposed to fall in love with AIs. Yeah, they're supposed to be to our death. If there's one in any alien movie, you know they're gonna be a piece of shit. Yeah, they're gonna be so bad, and you're just like, get me off of here. so (laughs) our next (laughs) character is Lillian also goes by Lil she is the eldest child of the ship Um, and honestly she is this super bright and very tenacious kid like she's probably she's in middle school so she's probably in her teens like very early teens but it's fun it's her birthday on the day that they're that the story starts off yes it's her birthday and coincidentally when they pass the black zone like where they can't communicate with earth anymore it's her birthday as well yeah Yeah. so double the birthday double the treats am i right sure (laughs) that's a treat i mean yeah you're right uh (laughs) no parents uh so the adults (laughs) die on her birthday (laughs) yeah so that's not a treat never mind scratch that So she's just a really, like, tenacious and bright girl. And honestly, she ha- she has to deal with some trauma through this story. Yeah. I mean, just some, yeah. Did you she- mention she was the oldest? Yeah. Yes. She's the oldest. Um, but, yeah, so that's my quick, like, synopsis of her. What are your, do you have anything else to add? <laughs> she is the oldest but she's the one who's like relatable because she's going through the growing pains. Right. Because whenever all the kids got to come through and like learn something new, and she's the one who's just like in her room with like her knees to her chest. Yeah, she's like, very much sulking. And she's sulking, and then Valerie's just straight up just like, hey, like you're the oldest, you need to be the leader. Like everyone else is taking an assignment. Like this kid's learning how to weld. This one's learning how to fly the damn ship. Right. And she's just like, you're not my mom, Valerie. She's like, get out. <laughs> you're she, not my mom. Val's like, I'm the AI. I'm everywhere. <laughs> yes. And then she straight up just like tells her not to go do this dangerous thing. And she's just like, oh yeah, I'm putting on my spacesuit and I'm gonna go do it. And she's just like, young lady. And she, then straight up Val's just like, don't talk to me like my mom, blah, blah. Yeah. Or I think she's like, don't talk to me the way my mom does because you learn from her like it's kind of like weird like that yeah and so and my only other note is there's a lot of like moments where the kids get scared and something you know because they deal with they deal with some separatists on their own they like she's always has the o face she's always just like like well i wouldn't describe it as an o face because the o face is very different thing well the 
Well, the original term for maybe O face. Maybe she has a shocked face. She has a shocked face. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> They're like little kids. That I thought the O face is just like you're terrified. No. Oh. I thought they perverted it later. No. Okay. Well, no. She's terrified. <laughs> <laughs> she's just always in shock. She is in shock. And it's sulking. When she's not sulking, she's always in shock. Yes. And so I find myself sometimes like kind of like laughing and just like yeah you scared now that's so <laughs> you, true you started being all like tough like i can run things and i'm a little yeah she's probably like 12 or something she's the child in the movie that you get mad at because they're just like <laughs> they're in danger but they don't want to listen to anyone and then they end up getting in trouble and they're just like mom and you're just like we can't save you <laughs> yes uh, but lillian lil has she learns a lot yeah and in the end she comes through as a good character oh yeah too. Hands down. I agree. So next, our next like big character is Isaac, and he is the second oldest on the ship, and he's very quiet. Not I don't want to say meek, because he's definitely not meek. He's just really quiet and very unassuming. He sticks to his own thing and yeah. he just he just lives his best life. And that's fine. We love it. Um, and so he is also trying to navigate this trauma and he definitely deals with it a lot differently than Lil does. He's definitely a little bit more cool, calm and collected about it. And he's just like, well, if I, he, part of him wants to take over as that like leader, Mm -hmm. but a lot of them is like, I'm not the oldest. Like Lil is the oldest. She needs to do it. And I'm not going to step in her way. Yeah. And, Isaac had a strange relationship with his parents. Right. And the, the comparison is like Lillian's mom was very friendly. Yeah. And then Isaac's parents were like very strict and like like yes. wake up with like no expression. Exactly. And there's there's a turning point on the ship where the group of kids kind of, you know, have a cold shoulder towards Isaac. Yes. So he has to deal with that as well. Yeah. And but he deals with it very well. Like he he understands why they're why the other people were mad. Like yeah. and he tries to work through it. And he sees his chance to like, you know, redeem like redeem himself and like get his reputation up by like, you know, taking a, a risky moment and he does it. Yeah. Know? He's definitely a lot more mature for being a middle schooler. Yes. So man but little kids in space lillian isaac are our leaders and valerie is the caretaker of these kids and there's like babies on this ship where valerie just has to be like take them to the daycare and lock them in there when something's going down yeah and so it's really great story that grows from that and valerie's growth through it with the children it's it's something I never read before or seen before, and I'm just like, yep. oh, like, yeah. She it, is their mother. I cried a little bit I, with I the story a tear, too. Honestly, I was yeah. like, oh my. Yes. Because it's just something that you would never expect to read, and then as soon as you read it, you're just like, whoa, that was a lot more than I bargained for. So we're gonna move on to questions. Questions. Probably like my favorite part the of classic questions of our, everything. our podcast. Uh, starting off with the base questions that we always ask every episode. Yeah, every episode. <laughs> it, we, it's, it's, it's tradition. It fits, though. What was your favorite thing about the graphic novel Sentient? Oh, man, that's hard. So I really liked the action in the scene. I think it was done well. The panel work was done just splendidly because I was able to I almost felt as if I was in a movie like I was watching it through my TV 
like every panel was just done so well to incorporate every little piece of action and like the characters expressions and like the movement so I was just like I really like that you're totally right and the the graphic novel is actually the volumes you usually get for graphic novels this one's a little bigger yeah it's longer yeah it's longer and maybe has like it has a slight bit like more so the square I guess the square footage is a little bigger yeah and it, it you know it's a handful but it's really good oh yeah my favorite thing was um, Valerie and the children's relationship build okay by the end of the story I was almost tearing up honestly I think I like might have like had a little side tear where I had to like yep. wipe off yep with how hard Valerie fought for the kids. She did. And like the way it, the way it started off, it started as kind of just how rough stepmother, you know, relationship starts yep. off with where the kids don't really know, like, am I really like taking orders from an AI? Yeah. And even like the kids were getting used to it. But by the end of it, whenever like Valerie's what her one line, she was just like, Leave my children alone. In my head, I was like yelling that and her like robot lady distorted voice yeah. like it was just like breaking frequencies yeah and i remember just like getting chills and i'm just like reverb. valerie is going off yeah and valerie can like control like like she has kind of like little hand like on the like raptors like claws right so when she needs to take action with somebody trespassing on their ship she can she can yeah and i just felt her emotion as a character who's an ai who she like fell in love with these kids and she like will fucking kill for them oh yeah Sorry for my language, but you effing kill for him. Uh, moving on. Well, what's the next question? <laughs> favorite <laughs> character. Uh, what is my, who is, who is your favorite character? Honestly, I don't have a favorite character. I think How that cool. the, <laughs> wow, am I that? Oh, look at you. So cool. No favorite characters. Look here, sir. The reason why I don't have a favorite character is because I think the characters were all thoroughly planned out well to the point you just really enjoyed everyone's story and just walking through their paths throughout the whole thing. I just, yeah. I agree with, the, with that. And there's the other characters who are just the kids. Yeah, the side characters. And honestly, they are, their their art's done really well. Yeah. And even whenever they're learning their own, like, welding and ship building and ship, or, you know, driving the ship. And then also even the separatist side of things, uh, when you encounter them, those characters look pretty cool and had really cool designs. Yeah. My favorite character, <sighs> you know what? I'm going to agree with you on this one. Yeah? Like, I, I was going to say Valerie, but I already explained to you why I like Valerie. Right. For the favorite part. She was my favorite part. She's my favorite character. But I will go with that, you know, just the characters were all well balanced. Yeah, they were and really good. And even whenever I didn't, like, Lillian got on my nerves, like, she redeemed herself with, oh, like, yeah. taking action and... Being like, oh, okay. My God. I, I took a second read where I was just like... Damn, Lil, what'd you do? I know. I was just like, geez. Like she had to, she had to do something drastic to like, and she'll do anything to save the kids too. Yeah. And yes, and the the kids, everything, it just it touches real hard. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna make a question up about this. So with the separatist, I will say the main thing they say all the time is like, "We're here to free you, children." It's like they're like killing people. And they're like, this is for freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to anyone? And so, 
what is your take? What is your just go on a tangent if you can right now? Just how do you feel about people hurting other people or stepping on other people for the old saying of just the general freedom? I think it's dumb. I think freedom. We people aren't free. I I, I that is how I feel. People are not free because. We have to work in order to survive because capitalism, it is capitalism at the root of all evil. <laughs> we have to work. And then when you talk about freedom, whether whichever side that you stand on, you still have to follow rules. There's rules on both sides. Yeah. So there's no one's ever free. No one is ever, ever free to do whatever the hell that they want. It's, hey, you have to abide by these rules, but you're free. If you abide by these rules. Yes. I hate it. And, it's dumb. And it's like, especially if you're going to another colony planet. Right. And they try to set the same laws they set on Earth. And all of a sudden you have these people who are like separating from that. And it's like, this isn't freedom. I left Earth, Earth to get away from this. And it's just like, it just keeps everyone where they can just mind their business and mind their space. You know? Right. And so these people who are, hey, we're separatists. We will kill like who we'll kill adults on this colony trip? Yeah, so the kids can be so the kids can be free, free to and make... the ship can be uh, commandeered by freedom fighters. And it's just like, and even the whole thing with like you take on capitalism, like you know, in a way we have to work and we have to do all this to support ourselves. Also with that, like the freedom of just like using technology. Like we didn't invent this technology. Like the, the people who took those vessels to the other colony, it's like, oh, look, we're here now. Like it's just, it's just kind of right. ungrateful to be like, oh, let's, uh, let's free everyone. <laughs> I, it's so dumb. And I feel I like just... it's freedom is used as a blind statement for just like your cause Oh, extremely. And it's even, yeah, we all we all know in America... We see it. The, ...the events that happened, which is another stressful thing to add on to not being Gosh. on the podcast for a second. Yes. Just freedom, using the general term, it's just like, it's a concept. It's a concept that humans kind of made up, and then they used it to, to control things, you know? I mean, yeah. So if you step on something, you're just like, you're free now, kids. We're taking over this ship. And it's just like, did you, though? Like, I was fine... I felt free. I, I felt free in my own little bubble. Right, and you just came in and stressed me the hell out. You popped it with your freedom. <laughs> like I had a whole bubble to myself, and you came in <laughs> and just messed up that whole vibe. Yeah. Yes, the whole freedom thing. It's, we could we could yeah. all talk in a circle, and it wouldn't be kumbaya. It would be like, damn it, you know. Yeah. And then you're gonna have one person to call people like, you don't know what freedom is, boy. Oh, do you? Aren't you still working? It's barbecue. I'm sorry. Beer on the you weekends. work a 24-hour day. Get off my back. Oh. Uh, yeah, we've been pretty busy working. That's why yeah. you see these tired. We're ready for bed. That's what's happening. But before we go to bed. Yeah. That was sentient. That was sentient. By creators Jeff Lemire. Someone put him to bed. And <laughs> Gabriel. Oh, wait. That's me. Walter. Hey. Nice. You uh, good. Before we go, uh, we're just going to catch up with the listeners here. Yeah. Um, what have we been up to? So, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you're like asking this. What have we been up to? Like, we don't know. Uh, to relate to back to just graphic novels, you know, we have a lot to read. 
and honestly with work and just you know having to survive in texas for that cold february week and then the weeks that followed where we didn't have drinkable water the eight the grocery stores were you know, literally shelves are empty slim pickings. and so that was there was honestly a little survival moment oh like, yeah laugh all you want michigan's and the minnesota's and all that like Texas wasn't ready for it. Yeah, and I used to live in the Midwest, so uh, Texas wasn't ready for it. And I hope all that's, all the Texas leaders and the people who run things will learn and just prepare it for the winter, like prepare the pipe stuff. Well, you see I work at a facility that had to close down. Yeah. Uh, a company that runs a whole facility where they make like software chip wafers. Yeah. But we had to <laughs> shut down, and so working on the weekends, putting in fucking 60-hour work weeks. So nice to catch up. Yeah. But to relieve the mind, we're watching new animes. Yes, we're picking up some new animes. Um, my favorite so far is uh, Hunter, Hunt, X Hunter. Hunter X Hunter. Yeah. I never watched. That. Or I think it's just Hunter Hunter. I think that's honestly what it is. I watched. Uh, I saw some. Uh, we went to a store. We went to the mall to get some shoes and some pants. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I saw the Hunter X Hunter on a T-shirt, and it was on a lot of T-shirts, and I was like, I've never seen that before, and honestly. It's pretty good. It's a classic. It's fun. And it's pretty good. Yeah. It's funny. It's intense. And the little character, Gon, <laughs> he is dope. Yeah. And it is like, I forgot the Kil- Kilalu, the, his other little 12-year-old. They basically <laughs> have to, Hunter x Hunter, they basically have to go through trials to be a hunter. Training. And apparently. Training trial? Well, it's a test. It's like a long test of the journey. Okay. And the, <laughs> the best thing of the story is, Gone's dad left him when he was like a baby, and his dad left him to become a hunter. Yes. And his hunter, beca- his dad, I guess, became one of the best hunters there was. But his mom doesn't want him to go. He's 12 years old, and he's just like, I want to see why dad left. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> like, oh, he's wow. like, what's the big deal about hunt- being a hunter? Like, if it's so good that he left his baby, then I want to see what it's all about. You know, that's kind of a cool concept, honestly. And he's cause... very happy about it. Like he's not, he's not happy about it, right. but he has a very positive outlook about right. it. Right? No, absolutely. Like, he's just like like I think someone asked him like, why would you want to do that when your dad left to do that? He's like, well, if it was that good where he left me, like then I want to see what it's all about, and he wants to find him. And I think the coolest thing is his weapon is a fishing pole. Yeah. And he, keep it simple. He uses it pretty cool. And I grew up a fisherman's son and a fisherman myself, so I was like that got me right from the get go. Nice. I have just been, honestly, my best coping mechanism for everything has been crocheting. Like I picked it up at the end of the year last year. And so I just really started picking it up more She's good. this year. And so honestly, really <laughs> thank you. Um, so like so far I've made like a sweater. I've made a beanie for this, <laughs> this guy over here. She made a beanie out of like. The wool of God's lamb. <laughs> my head is like, my ears are on fire if I keep it on too long. But it was in perfect timing for the winter storm. It really was. So when I had to like go to work, it was dope. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I made this in perfect timing. So I've made like, again, like that beanie. And then I've made like little backpacks and like clothing items. So honestly, it's been super fun. If you want to get something... Uh, you can check on my personal IG and that's um, at C-R-V-E-R-A-V-E. She's a rave so, girl. Crave rave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, her work is really good. Her backpacks are really cool. 
um, the beanie, the one that was super hot for me, she can make you a thinner, yeah. more, uh, she'll make you a lighter one with lighter wool. Airy. Airy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm taking one more commission. I'm already doing one commission for something, so if you're interested... He's Hit me fast. up. Hit me up. I'm pretty fast. You should see her sweater. If you go on her IG, you'll see her sweater it's super she did. Cute. Yeah. It's dope. But yeah, that's what we've been doing. Anime, crocheting, reading. Reading. And we will keep up with the reading. Wedding planning. If, wedding planning, yes. I don't have we told everyone that we're engaged? We're engaged. We're engaged. Cammy proposed to me to me at the comic book store. I did. The comic book guy, Ty. As I went to go pick up my subscription, he was reaching in the box to pull my stuff out. He handed me a letter that says, will you marry me? And I got really confused. He sure did. And I like looked at Ty and I was like, uh, sure, dude, I guess. And then I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go look around. Yeah. <laughs> it was like awkward. I was like, oh, uh, okay. And I turned around and she's in giggles just being like, I was like, oh, you're proposing to me. Yeah. And I was like, did you not figure it out? But it's okay. He figured it out eventually. Yes. We're engaged and wedding planning. So that's a part of it. And yeah. it's our, it'll be another year to the wedding, but she's uber prepared and I'm glad and I'm willing to help and the best I can. Yeah. And get out of her way. <laughs> Move. <laughs> no, most of the time I'm just like, will you please help me? Give me an opinion. Please help me. <laughs> Yes, animes, reading. Um, I think next episode might be Night Hunter. What? Night Hunter. Night Hunter. Next episode. Oh yeah, I don't. Ha I haven't read that one yet. It's only two issues. It's only two. I'll get it. I'll read it. Yeah, it's it's only two issues, but it's so good and it's new. People can pick up on it. I have a shirt. Yes, she has a shirt. <laughs> I bought a shirt online that was you know a little hefty. Yeah. And then she's like, "Will you give me a shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Okay. Uh, and then and she he was, was like, she's never even read it. Yeah. He was like, you better read it. And I was like, sure, Dan. God damn. $30 shirt. I said, I think it was like $40 shirt. You love me, right? I, yeah. I, yeah. I love you. Whoa. I said, I love you. Excuse me? Can you speak up into the mic? I love you. Why are you whispering? <laughs> Why are you running? <laughs> Why are you running? <laughs> But anyways, this has been episode 14 of Nerd Escape. Sentience. Yes. Oh boy. It is by Jeff Lemire, the yes. writer. So many works. Follow him at Jeff Lemire on IG and Twitter. The artist, Gabriel Walta. Mm -hmm. Follow him at GH Walta once again. Amazing stuff. Val, the AI sentient. She becomes sentient. In a way. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Kind of. So yeah. in a way, she became a sentient being. By taking care of children. Is she considered a being if she's an AI? That's what What's the definition is. of a being, though? Oh, God. We're not, <laughs> we're not pulling out Webster's for that one. <laughs> but yes, episode 14, Sentience. That is a wrap. Go give it a read. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to Nerd Escape. Where we talk about everything underrated and overlooked. I'm your host, Jablar. And I'm your host, Cammy. It is our bedtime. <laughs> Time to shut these eyes. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what did you just do? What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> that was a little too close to something else. <laughs> I didn't do that. I was throwing up like Bato's Locos. You ever seen that movie? No. I wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm.
Okay. I swear to God. <laughs> I am being misinterpreted all day. Bye, Tony. Peace. <laughs>